David Wax from Handwritten, the founder and CEO. You know, we're, we're spending a lot of time at the end of the year talking about gratitude for great reason. I know it's a big buzz. I know people talk about it a lot. kind of like is there some obviously there's some seasonality with what you do at handwritten kind of give the give the audience a little uh purview into what you're doing and then we'll talk about what, how that ties into nonprofits and and being gracious and and using tools like this to express gratitude towards our supporters and donors yeah absolutely so it's very seasonal and right now is the thick of it we've got our team working around the clock filling christmas cards and new year's orders in addition to that we're doing a big promotion with pilot pens where we're giving out free Christmas cards or free cards from Santa, I should say. They're scented to smell like cinnamon and they have the elf seal on the back and all the rest. And they come from the North Pole and that's been good too. But I believe we're the largest provider like this in the world. We do, today we'll do 20,000 some odd cards um, on behalf of a couple a couple hundred consumers today alone in the last month we've done over 450,000 cards and we're really just about spreading thanks and helping consumers and businesses and nonprofits stay in touch prior to handwritten i was doing text messaging right so i really went from one form of messaging to another and i realized you know in this age of text and email and tweets and slack and facebook and everything else Everybody's just getting overloaded and overwhelmed by those forms of communication. But what really stands out are old-fashioned handwritten notes. So then I took that idea and I tried to automate it and make sending a handwritten note as easy as sending an email. So that's where we are today. We've got behind me, you can kind of see them, 175 robots. Each one holds a pen and they write in the handwriting style of your choice. And we do this on behalf of you know, tens of thousands of organizations. So it's, it's pretty cool. How cool is that? Well, talk to me about what you're noticing with nonprofits. I mean, so, you know, before we got on this end of the year, big push regarding gratitude for a couple of weeks, we want to do a deep dive on it. That's what we're doing right now with, you know, part of it is with this episode. And, and we were talking about end of the year, you know, asks and end of the year donations. And what's interesting is we found out there's $2.6 trillion being given in the United States by, by, by United States citizens alone to nonprofits this year. And then 10% of that will be given in the last 10 days. So there's so much going on in the last, like say month, you know, kind of like from giving Tuesday, I suppose, yeah. till the end of the year, what are you seeing as far as like, what's, what, what's a trend or what's gaining traction with nonprofits and success that nonprofits are having, reaching out to folks and, and, you know, tearing down any, you know, ideas about not doing something like this if you're an organization that you know that's that's further in their own mission yeah there's there's a research group called i want to say br research i can okay. i can pull it up here and what they found is that the average nonprofit is over utilizing email and they're they're having to send more and more emails to their donor list to get the same amount of donations yep. i wrote about gotcha. it on linkedin i just need to pull up the article that makes a lot of sense because we're actually we actually were speaking to some organizations that are having a lot of success with recurring donations via mail. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Which kind of sounds so like it yeah. is. 
I, I, I pulled it up here. It is MNR, their annual benchmark survey, which you can Google M plus R benchmark and it will pop up. But cool. what they're finding is um, nonprofits are sending, they're continuing to send more and more notes or emails to their nonprofits and, and yet they're decreasing in effectiveness. Yeah, saturated. Um, so I'm not saying don't send emails. Of course you want to send emails. Emails yeah. are always going to be your least costly way of communicating. But, you know, I think donors are starting to see fatigue by it. And then when you pair this with impacts research study that they went out and they studied redonation rates and why aren't donors redonating? You know, you're spending all this money to get a donor and then they don't donate again. You got to go and fill that hole. And the number one reason donors are not redonating is they don't feel thanked. So why don't they feel thanked? Well, it could be that they weren't thanked. So shame on you, nonprofit, for not thanking them. It could be that you sent them an email that went straight to their spam box and they never got it. It could be you sent them an email and it felt insincere because it was an email. Or it could be you sent them a printed letter that they mistook for another donation attempt or they didn't open because it looked like a piece of junk mail. But when you send handwritten notes and they're nearly 100% open rate, you're, you're guaranteed to get opened and read pretty much. So therefore they're going to feel thanked, which therefore raises their redonation rate. So kind of coupling these two trends of over utilizing email and then trying to squeeze the most value out of their current donation list, their donor list, I think those are two trends that favor handwritten notes, but there's more and more causes out there and everybody's kind of fighting for the same dollar. So just like anything else, and this is no different than retail or financial services, anything else, when everybody's pivoting digital or everybody's doing one thing, you stand, stand out by doing something else, right? So Big when everyone else digital and you're going analog, you're going to be in a much smaller pile. And as Joe Polish, the marketer says, the least utilized inbox is the one at the end of your customer's driveway. And I think that's totally true. You know, it's, it's just about reaching out to people in ways that they're not used to being reached out to. Right now, thanks to another podcast, actually, I'm reading a book called, oh my gosh, now I'm, now I'm missing the name of the book. I can pull that up for you too, but it's actually a book about hospitality. Oh, unreasonable, hosp unreasonable Hospitality, Will Goddard. Unreasonable Hospitality. Yeah. I read it, it's great. And yeah. there's this quote in there that you probably remember that says, people don't remember what you did or what they bought from you. They remember how you made them feel. And that's what handwritten notes help with, right? So how people feel is so important. And sending handwritten notes really, you know, that resonated with me when I, when I was started reading the book. I'm like, well, shoot, handwritten notes do exactly that. So... That's really great insight. You're absolutely correct. I'm a big believer in zigging when everyone else zags. I believe that differentiation is stronger than competition. So we're right in lockstep with the other gentleman said, the, the marketeer that you, that you reference as well. Great book, absolutely. And it does definitely seem, and you know this, we're not saying anything, aha, but it does seem like digital has been over-indexed, right? And it worked for a long time. I mean, I was talking to Bailey about email marketing and in 2012, I used to get like 40% open rates. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, right. And and I wasn't even the first of the game, you know, but so, and you're absolutely correct. I always called it like interrupting the loop. 
And you know what we do? What we do as an organization, and we recommend to our team, we have an advancement team, and we also, you know, anyone on our team, it's like, hey, you can only email so many times. If you go back and forth like three or four times, pick up the phone. Yep. That's one way, we, that's one thing that we absolutely do and implore our entire team to do. And they, they have to do it as a matter of fact, that's our process. But with our advancement team, it's like, pick up the phone and just make and make contact with the organizations that you're working with, number one. And then we're always imploring organizations that we have the opportunity to speak to on the webinars and coach weekly, daily. The best thing you can do is, you know, of course, you can do it in person if you like, right? But if you want to thank someone, pick up the phone. The next best thing, I think, right? Is exactly what you're talking about, and, I, and I'm not trying to compare, David. You know what no, I mean? No, you're right. I mean, we have a. I don't know if I brought this up last time we chatted on our website. We have the consumer outreach survey. We surveyed 2,000 consumers, not handwritten consumers, just 2,000 people on the web. And what we found is the number one most personal form of communication is phone calls. You know, but to do that at scale, you're going to have to hire a call center. Precisely. Or you're going to do it at times that are not that are convenient to you, but not convenient to them. And so when asked the second most personal form of communication is handwritten notes, Love the it. most annoying form of communication, because you'd have to use a call center or do it at is is phone calls. That's what they consider the highest risk of being annoying. So if you're trying to walk that line and now, Trevor, if you call me, that would never be annoying, you know, but. If you're trying to do this at scale, it could be, you know. And that's where the rub, that's that's the rub, right. exactly. And then right. you do the call center, it's going to be insincere because it's not coming from the org or the, de you know, development director, executive director, CEO of the organization or someone on the board. Absolutely. So I'm getting, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. It's, it's, you know, number one then beyond that, because you can only make so many phone calls, right? Especially if you have, if you have a donor database of 10,000, it's got to be the handwritten note and it's underutilized, yeah. underappreciated. I love because I, you know, I like to write, you know what I mean? I love it. I love how it makes someone feel when they get it. I love when someone takes the time. Now, I know there's an automated portion of this, but that's where the world's going, especially when, when you want to reach people at scale with these handwritten notes. But I think it's phenomenal. Talk to me. We, we met because it's not the first time you and I have connected. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk to me about messaging and talk to me about brevity and where you're at right now with that when it comes to thanking folks at the end of the year. and and conveying what the mission has done, uh, the organization has done for the folks that they serve, things like that. Kind of give me some feedback there. Yeah. So as far as brevity, you know, we are now in a Twitter or X culture or text right. message culture and people don't like, you know, they're not going to read a novel. And also the longer you make it, the smaller the text and the more A, unreadable and B, unrealistic because nobody's going to think you sat there and wrote them you know, my dearest Trevor, and then go on for 10 pages. So I would say, keep it short, keep it under five, uh, I'd say 350 characters. We kind of limit you to 500, but you could do 350 and you'd be okay. And then as far as content, and I think I might've mentioned this last time, what I call a full stop. Thank you, which is just say, thank you. Maybe say how your impacts help, help the organization. But don't ask for a thank. Don't ask for a redonation. Don't ask for a referral. Don't ask to visit a website. Don't ask to scan a QR code. All these things you do dilute the value of the thank you. And if you start making that consumer or donor jump through hoops, they're going to feel insincerity there. If you start saying, 
thanks for your donation. Consider giving again. Is it a thank you or is it a donation request? He's asking again. Donation yeah. request. So yeah. don't forget, you know, the purpose of a good thank you is to say thank you, nothing else. You know, at the holiday times, if you've already thanked them, you know, maybe it is a good time for an appeal. I'm not saying don't ask for that money. I'm just saying, you know, understand what your message is. If it's to say thank you, do that. If it's to ask for funding, then, you know, that that will be what shines through out of the message. Do you find that a lot of organizations that you get the opportunity to help and work with, they blur the lines in that a lot? Yeah, but I'd say if you blur the line, it's a donation appeal. You know, yep. it's yep. the thank you's gone. I read something that says, hey, David, thanks for your donation. Please give again. Then there's no thank you in there now. It's just a donation request, which is fine. You know, they, I, I think, I think donors understand that, but they also want to feel thanks. So maybe now's not the time to thank. Maybe now's the time for a donation appeal. And then six, two months later is a thank you or something like absolutely. that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then you're, you're helping folks with every step of that process and planning that, you know, chronologically, you're helping folks plan this out with their with their messaging all throughout the year, correct? Yeah, we do that. Probably the biggest thing we do is we help automate it because by automating it, you ensure it gets done and you ensure every donor has a consistent experience, a consistently good experience. So we tie into Blackbaud, we tie into Salesforce.com, both directly, not through a third party. I mean, we do for like, you know, some of these other you know, one cause and things like that will tie in through Zapier, but we tie directly into BlackBot and Salesforce to automatically send handwritten notes out after donation events or fundraising, you know, actual parties or whatever. We can help track the, the correspondence that way too. We help design the collateral. So if you want us to help you design your card, we can help you do that. Have all the members of your board sign a card. So you have kind of signatures scattered throughout it. We can help you with that and create kind of a multi-signed template. If you need assistance with just content, we can help you with that. We have AI tools, and then also we can just share some best practices there. I love that. One of the big things we share frequently is when should a nonprofit use a branded card, meaning one that says the name of the cause, and when should they use just a generic card? So we've talked about, you know, maybe a, a thank you card should just come from somebody at the organization. The holiday card should be branded because, of course, you know, this big organization is going to send out holiday cards. So there's ways to play it and you can A-B test it to see what what really stands out and makes the biggest impact. Y'all are doing that in real time. So yeah, you guys are the experts with regard to that. So I think folks should listen and pay attention. I love that. I love getting in the weeds with the science of it. This is a science with this messaging. I mean, if you don't want me saying so, I think it's, I think, and it's a fun science. It's fun to test, right? Yeah, we're trying. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun to say thank you. Do me a favor, David. I love how you connected. You get the third party API connection. If, you know, if someone's using mobile leading software and has their database there, but Blackbaud and Salesforce, all that good stuff. Fantastic. So I hope everyone hears that. Folks need to know that just because you don't use Salesforce to house all of your donor data, but you are using mobile bidding software, which we're constantly nudging folks and encouraging folks to utilize because the data is so fruitful, not only now, but in the future, we, you know, you do have the ability to, to use third-party API connection to send out handwritten notes oh, yeah. with handwritten, you know, for instance, and because I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's fantastic. It, it was going to segue into another question I had, David. Are you working with organizations? Are they sending branded invitations for events? 
through you all. Have you seen that happen yet? Because I think there's something there. We have. Yeah, there's a food pantry in Phoenix, actually, that has sent out branded, you know, invitations. Then on the back is a full note to the recipient handwritten. So yeah, we, we do that for both nonprofits and then just individuals or for-profit enterprises too. I think that's super smart. I hope folks are listening to that. You can use the AI, you know, personal handwritten notes for, you know, as invitations, branded invitations to your fundraising event, galas, if you're having them once a year, twice a year, so on and so forth. Could be a sponsor event. You know, you can, you know, obviously superimpose logos of sponsors and supporters on there as well. So the sky's the limit. I think that's actually really, really cool technology. And just makes sense. And, you know, for an invitation, even just to have us handwrite the envelope, you know, that it's, it's very cost effective and it, it it raises the open rates. I was just going to say the open rates uncanny when it's handwritten like that, probably. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that technology. Super, super cool. Folks need to be aware. I don't think, unfortunately, that folks are aware of these different tools that are at their leisure. And you bring up a great point, the 30,000 foot view point. It's just, there's a lot of competition out there. There's a lot of money in the system. Folks want to give. They want to invest. They typically want to invest in multiple organizations or with multiple missions these days, it seems like. The data is suggesting that. But they definitely want to be thanked. They definitely want to be recognized. And they definitely also, Dave, this is another way that folks can contact their donors. They want to be apprised of where their money's going and the work that the organization is doing. So there's also not just thank yous, but there's reminders as well as like, this is the work that, we, that we've done in the last you know six months or the last 12 months. So I yeah. love the idea of maybe u- utilizing that, your tool yeah. for that as well. We work with a disaster relief organization and Anytime there's a hurricane, they send out their people to help rebuild, and then they send updates to their donors saying, you know, because of you, this many houses were rebuilt, this many lives or jobs were saved, and then they stay in communication, and then they send high donation donors kind of ongoing swag and ongoing communication to, to keep them involved throughout the, the rebuild. I love it. I think it's awesome. Yeah, that's another great reminder for folks is to stay in front of your Stay in front of your donor database with the work that you're doing. That is never a bad investment of obviously resources and time. I think it's really, really good. So talk to me about what's going on with Handwritten in 2024. Like what's new? What's some new technology? That kind of stuff. Yeah. So probably the biggest change, you know, and and I know I just said full stop. Thank you. No QR codes. Um, We are adding some additional QR code functionality, not so much for thank you notes, but for other types of cards that'll be the QRs will be trackable back to the recipients. So if you send 5,000 cards out, each one would have a QR code that would be a little different so that you would know, you know, hey, scan this card to leave a donation, but then I'll be able to know, okay, I sent this card to Susan, but Jimmy left a donation, you know? So we'll be able to help you measure all that. That's probably one of the few new things to come next year. We're also doing tagging. So it'll help you better manage your address book and say, okay, I've tagged Trevor as one of my high value donors. Uh, I will send him all these types of cards versus just having my address book and not making it easy to filter through. So address book tagging and as well as custom data fields. So I'll be able to say Trevor's dog's name and have a field for dog name in the system. And then, you know, whatever those custom data fields important to you are, you'll be able to track that. So kind of more like 
database management stuff, as well as some nice to haves like QR codes. But for the most part right now, we're just working on operational efficiency, trying to improve the speed we can get those notes out. Most of the time it's not a problem during the holidays. It, it's taking us a few days longer because just the sheer volume and we're working through it as fast as we can. So if you came over here, you'd see a lot of tired faces. That's for sure. I get you, brother. Well, you're doing great work. I just think, I just once again, I just think people need to just hear from an engagement standpoint, just what's there. There's a lot, a lot of meat on the bone, so to speak. I love what you're talking about with kind of future casting a little bit. Just getting in the weeds and understanding the data and understanding the proclivities of each individual large donor, for instance, trends with giving, all that stuff. You can get that everything's in that data, and it's so so useful. Obviously, for-profit companies use it daily, right? That's where you're, that's where you're yeah. living, you know? And so nonprofits need to view their donors the same, right? And that data the same. That's what we're really trying to encourage folks to do is open their eyes and their minds to that. And it's all right there. And it can be so helpful, smart, you know, just equates into a smarter, not harder approach, you know? David, I appreciate all your time. I just think that, you know, back to like mobile bidding software and technology and all these things. Um, there's been, I don't know how long handwritten has been working with nonprofits. I should know this, but I just love what's happened over the last number of years and the injection of these really great ideas, really efficient, efficient, uh, mechanics, uh, that you can use to once again, thank donors, engage donors, find new donors, find out where the money's coming from, where the money's at, so to speak on all the above. And it's a great tool and a great service that y'all provide a handwritten man. So really, really I appreciate cool. it, man. And yeah. uh, happy holidays to you. Hey, before we get off, man, let me let, let folks know where they can find you. Uh, do Everybody do David, uh, do us a favor, show David some love and handwritten. It's handwritten with a Y, but tell folks where they can find you, brother. Yeah, uh, I'm David at handwritten, H-A-N-D-W-R-Y-T-T-E-N. Uh, just go to handwritten.com, click business. You can choose nonprofit and get some free samples. We've got some great resources up there, case studies, stats, et cetera. Would love for people to check us out and learn about what we do. Also, go to YouTube. You can find our direct YouTube channel at the bottom of our website. There, we've got some additional videos specific to nonprofit. You know, would love for you to check out. And you're pretty active on LinkedIn, yeah? Yeah, I try to be. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's been it's been pretty crazy these days, but yeah. No, I get you. I think a lot of folks on LinkedIn would see a lot of value in what you all are doing. That's my opinion. I'm no I'm no marketeer, but I, I moonlight as one. But folks need to hear your message, what you all are doing. They need to utilize these tools and services. Everybody do us a favor, reach out to David at Handwritten. Once again, it's Handwritten with a Y, very easy to find and uh, showing some love on LinkedIn as well. Ask him a bunch of questions and I know his team will be willing to help. So really, really cool, brother. Appreciate the time, man. Thank you, Trevor. Thanks, thanks again. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. If you love our podcast, click the download button, rate us, and follow us on social media at HDA Fundraising. Get out there, start fundraising, and raise more money. See you next time.